man, it's Monday. It's the Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals. Somehow it's November 6th. I just want y'all to know I'm going to be confused that it's November for the entirety of November. Once we get to December, I will, I'll have settled in. But the fact that we're already at November is just beyond my scope of comprehension. And so I'm going to just be, I'm going to just need y'all to ride with me on that. Okay. <laughs> we're also pretty much a year out from the next election. So we're going to have to deal with that later on in the show. Um, my weekend was, my weekend was interesting. Um, I got to reconnect with an old friend. So that was dope. It's just, you know, it felt like, sister, you've been on my mind. Like it felt like, no, not in that way. I know that's what y'all, no, we're not lesbians. Um, It just was like, this is my dog. Um, I also went to the grocery store and the woman who was checking me out was like, I just want you to know I follow you on Instagram. And I was one of the people that didn't know about what's going on in Palestine. And thank you. And then she took my hand and said and look like look me in my eye and said free palestine and then i just sat, stood there and cried and the lady who was bagging the groceries just stood there and watched me and then the woman watched me as well y'all know i'm dramatic so crying in front of people is nothing and then she was like do you have your rewards card I have to pay for this. I have to pay for it. And then she was like, do you want your receipt? I'm like, yeah, you know, no, I'm good. I'm good. And then I ran to my card and told my Instagram. Um, but that was a really moving moment. And it's one of those times where you feel like God is showing you that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, even if there's hardship that's coming with it. So, you know, you got to look out for those, those moments and take them and hold them close. We have a very interesting show for you today. We're going to talk about a couple of things. First of all, we're going to talk about Megan Thee Stallion. She dropped a new single. Cobra, it's depressing. And yet that didn't stop people from saying mean as hell about it, uh, which is just wild. So we're going to talk about that. Um, also, inflation is not the only thing rising in the United States. Y'all, we got to talk about infant mortality rates. We got to do it. We got to do it because it's going to be a why do black people care type of situation. The group chat topic of the week is for my pet owners. I want you to tell me like what value... Do your pets add to your life? You know, you can just like share your funny pet stories. You know, if you had a rescue, what made you get the rescue? Like, were you surprised with your pet, et cetera? Like, this is that time. This is that time. We want to show some love to the animal lovers. All right. We're going to do that. We're also going to do the big up, let down, which will be starring two elves, Lloyd Banks and Lauren Hill. Names blasts from the past. All right. So we got all that going on. Plus, Donald Trump is leading President Biden in five battleground states ahead of the 2024 election. This doesn't surprise me, but we're going to give you some more information behind why that is. All right. All that's happening right here. Stay connected with us 24-7 on all socials at Seal Said It. Give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Our phone lines remain open. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it's time for some Blackurate news. So, Ohio, shout out to the whole OHIO. Their Republican Secretary of State quietly canceled the voter registrations of more than 26,000 voters in late hmm. September. This is very sus. 
right. for suspicious. <laughs> this happened less than two weeks before the deadline to register to vote in next week's very hotly contested abortion referendum in the state. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, the, and when we say hotly contested, what we mean is there's been quite a lot of voice from Ohio voters saying like, we want abortion rights. And right. then you have these people who have been elected who are like, well, we don't for whatever reason. Right. I don't know what the actual reason is for a lot. Like I understand the gun rights mm-hmm. people. Like I understand why they like don't want to give gun rights because they want to mm-hmm. get paid by the NRA. But I'm like, right. who's paying y'all to force people to have babies. They don't want, <laughs> is that also the NRA? Cause they're like, well, Maybe. if they have babies then they're going to have to get a gun to protect the babies. Like, is that how the trickle down works? Cause I don't know. I can't call it with a cordless phone, <laughs> but it's very unusual. This is what I want to point out. Mm-hmm. It's very unusual Okay, to remove voter registrations this close to an election, given the risk of disenfranchising people who intend Mm -hmm. to vote, but Mm -hmm. simply like miss the memo that they had been flagged for removal. Now, Mm -hmm. here's the tea. In January, Ohio passed a wide reaching law that restricts voting access. You see what they doing, y'all? This is why I be telling y'all you have to vote. Look at how mm-hmm. hard they're working. Look at how duplicitous they are being about this. Mm-hmm. In, they, they passed a wide-reaching law in January that restricts voting access by tightening voter ID requirements, allowing less time for voters to return absentee ballots, and reducing the early voting period. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, voting rights advocates have said that the office did not follow its established practice of alerting voting rights groups ahead of the purge. Now, mm-hmm. this is not like they're not obligated to do this, but it's kind of like this is the polite thing to do. It's right. kind of like if you're going to take our rights, can you at least give us just like a heads up? <laughs> right. I'm so the thing know. is that also the voter purges often disproportionately affect who? 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 Black people. That's right. The blacks. Okay. Um, So one study using data from Wisconsin, Wisconsin, they said black voters may be removed from the rolls in error more than twice as often as white voters. Let me tell you something. If something happened to black folks twice as often as it's happening to white folks, it's not happening in error. Nope. It's happening on purpose. Yeah, it's happening on purpose. So again, voter suppression doing the thing as it always does, and we have to ask ourselves: well, Why do black people care? Why do black people care? Why do black people care? We care because I believe Americans have gotten complacent. Assuming that politicians will just like handle things. Right. right. And we be doing all this, like sitting pretty, um, thinking that they're like going to operate in our best interests, interests, Mm -hmm. and they're not. So it's going to require us to be more aware, more alert and more involved. And I know Mm -hmm. that annoys everybody, but it just is what it is. Hit me up. One eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. Have you ever had any problems at the polls when you were trying to run? I mean, when you were trying to vote? Um, or when you were trying to run, call me up. I want to know. Now, up next, so Amy Schumer has been out here running her mouth, Ooh. sounding just terrible. She's just she's just displayed herself to be a terrible person. But then she brought Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. in it, okay? Mm-hmm. And his daughter, Bernice King, said, ah, ah, ah. And we're going to tell you what that sounded like when we get back to the Amanda Seals Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm your girl, Amanda Seals, your favorite common sense specialist and uh, comedian. By the way, I did comedy the other night and I'm still funny, just in case you were curious. Um, I was surprised. (laughs) 
I did stand up and I was like, look at you, girl. You still got jokes. <laughs> Speaking of stand up. Um, <laughs> so Amy Schumer, whom I do not think is funny and never have. Uh, she posted a video featuring clips of Dr. Martin Luther the King Jr. Mm. Speaking in support of Israel, denouncing anti-Semitism. And his daughter, Bernice King, felt compelled to clarify what her father's stance would be on the war between Israel and Hamas. That's the language that we use. But over here on the Amanda Seal Show, we say what her father's stance would be on the genocide of Palestinians by the Israeli government. Let's take a listen to what Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said. We'll see uh, that uh, Israel uh, must exist and has a right to exist and is one of the great outposts of democracy in the world. My Jewish brothers and sisters said to me amid anti-Semitism anywhere, we don't need your support. We have enough Jewish power to deal with this problem ourselves. I would still take a stand against anti-Semitism because it's wrong, it's unjust, and it's evil. If my Catholic brothers and sisters said to me, amid bigotry toward Catholics, we don't need your support in this because we have enough Catholic power to deal with it, I would still take a stand against bigotry toward Catholics because it is wrong. It is evil and it is unjust. Okay. So that was Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Now, Amy Schumer has been extremely vocal in her support of Israel's right to obliterate Palestinians from the planet in the name of Hamas. You got to be careful whose words you're using, because especially when they children are still here. So Bernice King, the daughter of Martin Luther King, came forward and said, Amy... Certainly my father was against anti-Semitism, as am I. In my mind, this is how she talks. Okay. He also believed militarism, along with racism and poverty, to be among the interconnected triple evils. I am certain he would call for Israel's bombing of Palestinians to cease, for hostages to be released, and for us to work for true peace, which includes justice. She had an opportunity to rhyme the last word, but she let it go. So we wanted to funnel that through our black GPT generator, um, you know, to see kind of what that actually would come out as when the black GPT got a handle on it. Okay. And uh, yeah, so this is, this is what we got. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired of y'all picking and choosing when y'all want to apply my daddy's messages. I'm going to say this once and don't make me say it again. Keep my daddy name out your mouth. Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds about yeah, right. I agree. That sounds about right. <laughs> I felt it. Do you understand the level of distorted mind gymnastics that you have to go through to think that Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., who was a pacifist, okay, who literally Mm -hmm. applied the 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 rules of passive resistance Mm -hmm. in all of his actual resistance. Mm -hmm. Do you think, do you understand how crazy it is to think that that person would be in support of an entire militarized nation completely bombing individuals that they have in an open air prison. She might have been making jokes during that part of history class, like writing her new jokes down. So she missed that part of of non-violence. I can't take it, y'all. We got six second headlines when we get back. Amy Schumer, keep his name out your mouth. We'll be right back. And also stay out the Apollo. 
Back to the Amanda Seals show. It's Amanda Seals here. It's time for us to get into some 60 second headlines. Jeremiah, like the Bible, tell him what it is. All right. So during the next eight days, former President Donald Trump and three of his children, Don Jr., Eric, and Ivanka, are slated to testify in a New York civil case, defending themselves against claims that they inflated the value of their properties to obtain favorable loans and insurance coverage. Of course they did that. Look, look at these people. Okay. And by the way, I saw that Donald Trump's son was on the stand the other day and he said, mm-hmm. I've never heard of Trump Industries. <laughs> I see. Thanks to Jesus. Also, Dwayne Keefe D. Davis pleaded not guilty in the Tupac murder case after being appointed a public defender. Um, I just feel like, are they allowed to use interviews as evidence? I mean, funny on it, she will. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Uh, also, the Shelby County District Attorney's Office announced that the former Memphis police officer, Desmond Mills, pleaded guilty to federal charges in the death of Tyree Nichols. Oh, they flipped one. OK, so this is the thing. If one of the cops has pleaded guilty in the death of Tyree Nichols in Memphis, that means that he has been flipped and he is about to snitch on everybody else to get a lesser charge. That's and anybody who has watched even a second of Law and Order knows that. Got it. We got some good news over the weekend. Missy Elliott made history becoming the first female rapper to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You better go, Missy. My favorite, my fellow July 1st-er. Also, DJ Kuhark was also inducted. So we love giving props to the legends. Dope. And speaking of hip-hop, Nippy, Nipsey Hussle's estate is officially finalized and his two children will be granted his $11 million in assets. This is taking so long, but I'm glad that they settled this. And also his longtime partner, actress Lauren London, will receive a 50% share of all properties, cash and non-cash, for their son, Mm -hmm. Cross. Mm -hmm. Um, And the other 50% will be awarded to his family on behalf of his daughter, Imani, with his ex, Tanisha Foster. Those are your 60-second headlines right here at the Amanda Seals Show. All right, time to listen, laugh, and learn. We got more coming up. Keep it right here. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Hey, y'all, it's the Amanda Seals Show. Hope everybody out here is having a somewhat manageably good day. Um, people keep asking me, how are you? I'm like, I'm okay. Right now, okay is strong. I feel like mm-hmm. okay is like a really strong effort. Um, and I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it well. So keep it locked. one 855 amanda 8 is the number. Let's go to the phone lines. Hey, this is Quincy calling from Atlanta. Hi, Amanda. Hi, crew. Love you all. I just wanted to call in and touch base on the topic recently in regards to lawmakers trying to uh, ban TikTok or Instagram, things like that. Mm. Um, I'm basically in agreement with Amanda and what she was saying about it's all about stopping education and our access to information. You know, if they really were serious about our health and, and being concerned about the people, they would do something about assault weapons and banning those. You know, our air is poison, food is poison, water is poison. Everything's poison, but somehow TikTok is the issue. (laughs) Missed me with that. But anyway, that's my piece, honey. Um, Love and appreciate you all and have a blessed day. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And I agree with, by the way, somebody on these internets said, why are we caring about what's going on in Palestine? Were they caring about us? when we were being put in chains as slaves. I don't think that's a hot take they thought it was. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes y'all don't think things through and I just be like, what? 
did you how okay if they over there right first of all that was the timeline is very shifty okay mm-hmm. um <laughs> we're talking about 1619 mm-hmm. okay um whereas when we're discussing the colonized the settler colonization of Israel mm-hmm. but I mean of Palestine by Israel we're talking about 1919 okay mm-hmm. um but also like there was no Wi-Fi. <laughs> there wasn't. No TikTok. Yeah. Could you imagine TikTok during that time? That would go crazy. No, stop. Stop. <laughs> stop. Don't even try and imagine TikTok during that time. Because we've already seen the interracial couples be trying to imagine TikTok during that time. And it's just ah. deplorable. <laughs> we'll be right back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Amanda Seals show. I am Amanda Seals and we are celebrating birthdays today, November 6th. Happy birthday to Ethan Hawke, actor, training day, also 90s, did a lot of things. Also happy birthday to Lamar Odom. Lamar Odom. There was a time when we wasn't sure if Lamar Odom was going to see another birthday. Uh, He was found in a strip club in in a terrible state. But you know what? He's um, he's back in the game. He's gotten out from under the Kardashian curse. So we wish him a happy born day. Now, coming up this hour in Blackurate News, uh, let's talk about something that we don't want to talk about, but we need to. The U.S. infant mortality rate has risen for the first time in over two decades. Mm. Now, I'll get I was about to start, but let me just hold up. Let me just hold back. Y'all can wait to find out my thoughts on that. We're also going to kick off our group chat topic of the week. So our group chat topic of the week is about black pet parents. So we are all pet parents on the show, uh, except for TJ and Supreme. But everybody else is a pet parent on the show. No, Supreme is. is He's like a dog. Yes, I do. Yeah. Oh, you do have a dog. I was like, no, he's conversation. I was like, no, he has like people. Um... (laughs) Okay, so TJ, you don't got a fish? You don't got like a lizard or nothing? <laughs> I grew up with a whole bunch of pets, but not right now. Okay, okay, we'll give you that. Okay, we'll give you that. We'll give you that. All right. So therefore, we can talk about all of our pets. And you know what? I just want to hear from you guys. So basically, London, or I think England as a country, they banned this dog called the XL Bully Pitbull. And that just hurt my heart because I think Pitbulls be getting, the, they just be getting a bad rap. So I would love yeah. to hear from you all about your pets and why you love them, especially my people who have pit bulls, all right? Because they deserve love too. They deserve love too. So give me a call. Now, I want to know what you think about the show. I also want to hear your thoughts on uh, the things that you've learned this week. one 855 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. Remember, if you miss any of the show, you can check out our daily podcast. You can check out this daily podcast of this show every day. That's what daily means. All right, we'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. Hey, 
girl is the Amanda Seals show. Your girl Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. If you haven't gotten your tickets to check me out at the Hollywood Improv in Los Angeles on November 19th, then you need to go and get them. I see a lot of people talking about they're not going to vote in this next election, that they don't want to vote for Biden or for Trump or anybody. And we just got to get really in the same room together to talk about this because we cannot play around with this election. And I think we need to have discourse to set the course. Okay. I'll also be screening my political comedy documentary in Amanda We Trust. Be giving away free stuff. We'll do trivia. I'll do stand up. And again, we're going to have a forum and just really get open on like what we really need to do as a people. So hit me up at amandaseals.com to get your tickets and uh, tell a friend. All right. Let's get into this Black Hearing News. So the U.S. infant mortality rate rose 3%. With 20,538 deaths recorded in 2022, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention published Wednesday, there were Mm. increases among all ethnicity groups except for the infants of Asian women. Deaths among infants of black women, however, Mm. remain the highest of all the groups with almost twice the U.S. average. So... This also needs to be taken into context of the world because Mm -hmm. we have a higher infant mortality rate um, than Canada, Germany, Australia, and Japan. But we love Mm -hmm. to be walking around talking about we're the greatest nation on earth, right? Right, I just saw Joe Biden's mouth moving and his no lips moving. I I don't like Joe Biden anymore. (laughs) Um, I just saw Joe Biden's no lips moving and saying that the other day, right? So Mm -hmm. the, the infant mortality rate is the measure of how many babies are passing away before their first birthday. That's Mm -hmm. what that rate is. And the rates have increased for two of the 10 leading causes of death. Maternal complications, such as preterm delivery, bacterial Mm -hmm. sepsis, um, caused by like the body's extreme response to an infection. And I just feel like a lot of people don't understand how this does come back to reproductive health care. Right. Mm-hmm. How this does come mm-hmm. back to the, the repeal of Roe v. Wade. We have to acknowledge that there must be some connection because this has happened in the past two years. And this is the first time this has happened in the past two decades. America is so like focused on like legislation and laws, but not on mm-hmm. actual programs, actual right. react like it's, it's just completely reactive. So right. I think that there's a sentiment that America's pro-life, but it's not. Majority of America wants Roe v. Wade to be in place. Like the last time I saw a poll, it was like 62%. Um, But when it comes to black women, we know that black maternal health is a constant effort because we are, of course, dealing with racism and we're dealing with um, misogynoir. So when we ask, well, why should black people care? Why should black people care? We have to say that even though it can be difficult, Black women, we have to share our stories Mm -hmm. because we are suffering in silence and we hold ourselves to a false sense of perfection and we don't share the way that these things are happening to us. And it's allowing Mm -hmm. us to continue to see a cycle going. I believe that if more black women were sharing with each other the maternal health experiences that they're having, the Mm -hmm. maternal health um, issues, the troubles that they're having, that we could rally and be able to internally as a community find solutions for these things. But so often we keep it to ourselves. I just know so many women who have suffered from miscarriages thinking that there's something wrong with them when that's like Mm -hmm. so wildly normal at like any phase of pregnancy, Um, let alone mothers who are dealing with having a child pass within the first year. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm hoping that we as a community 
can get better about talking about these things so that we get better about fixing them because you know that this government ain't going to do anything to do so. All right, hit me with your thoughts. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We got the Big Up Let Down coming up next and uh, it's going to involve Lloyd Banks and Lauren Hill. Two names I've never said together before. All right, it's coming up next on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. And uh, let's jump off our group chat topic of the week. So the American Bully XL dog is being added to the list of banned dogs in England and Wales. So now I will speak in my version of a British accent from this point forward. Okay. From 1st February next year, it will be illegal to own one unless the owner has successfully applied for it to be exempt. The dogs were added to the list following a number of attacks involving the breed. American bullies are said to have originated in the U.S. in the late 1980s when American Pitbull Terriers and American Staffordshire Terriers were crossed. So basically what we're saying is, is that they put an American dog and then they got a British dog and they put it together and it got more harmful. Oh. Now, what that says to us is that actually we've seen it in real life with, well, with colonialism. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's fair. But to, but to see it in the case of a dog is really unfair. It's unfair mm-hmm. for the pup. It really mm-hmm. is. But I just wanted to actually take this moment to discuss, are you annoyed yet? Yeah. Are you annoyed about my accent yet? Anybody? I like that Anyone? I mean, you were fully Keep embraced. going. <laughs> I'm terrible. I'm not terrible at it, but it's like, it's definitely like you're American trying to be British. Um, but what I really wanted to discuss is the lighter side of things, which is really like, why do we love our pets? You know, mm-hmm. like they're over there and they're saying like, we're going to get this dog out of here. We don't like this dog, but so many people love their dogs. They love their pets. And so I want to know from you all, if you want to just share some of your pet stories. Now I know that TJ, you do not currently have a pet, but you said you grew up with so many pups. I did. So take it away. You know, I, I, off the top, I had a Frosty, I had a Star, I, I had a Sharaka. I don't know where I got that name from. Sharaka. So these are Sharaka. names that you gave the dogs. Yeah. It was a I know Sharaka. That's me and the family. <laughs> but yeah, so I in growing up, I, I just they were part of my family. You know, they were like the little baby in the family, like the little brother mm-hmm. in the family. The thing that was so cute is they all have their own personalities. Mm. So I, Do you know I had what a kind shape. of dogs they were. So I had an Alaskan uh, a Eskimo. Oh, um, I'm not sure what that is. An Eskimo. See how I black did. people come up with their own. <laughs> no, <laughs> come up with our own pedigree. Didn't make it up. It's, it's an a Eskimo real dog. breed of dog. It's a I'm real. Googling it's, it. It's a um, a winter dog. <laughs> Unless you don't believe me. It's yeah. a winter dog. And American Eskimo dog. American oh. Eskimo. Listen, let's not be surprised. Black people love to say, like, you know, I've got a puffy dog. And you're like, is it something <laughs> And I loved her. Now, that was Star. And Star had her own personality. She would like food. And then one day she decides, I don't like that anymore. You know? All right. All I, right. I'm not doing that. You know, and we, but you know, it was just a lot. She was a lot of fun and added a lot of life. Oh, and you were in Milwaukee, so that means that makes sense for you to have an Eskimo dog up there. Because I was like, why do you have an Eskimo dog in Dallas, Texas? Oh, you're not Um, in Milwaukee. She loved the snow too. That makes sense. 
Mm-hmm. Mm, we love to see it. What about you, Supreme? Do you have a dog? I do have a dog. It came with my wife, and they act just alike. <laughs> they act Supreme. just alike. The dog and my wife have the exact same personality. The, the dog lays her little comfortable rug out. You know, gets real, gets real cozy. A real cozy dog. Jeremiah, like the Bible, tell us about your dog, Junie. Yes, I have a dog named Junie B. Jones that I got from the rescue when I lived in Texas. And she's been with me for like the last five years. And she is the most, for me, I feel like I consider myself a very like chill person. She's the opposite of that. She's on 10. All, all. You've met my dog before, Amanda. You've seen Junie's like... The fact that you consider yourself a chill person is hilarious <laughs> to me. And I'm well, sure it's like also jumpy. hilarious to Junie. <laughs> I'm not like jumping. Like Junie likes to jump around, run around. I'm like, can we just chill on the couch? She's like, no, I want to run around. Well, we would love to hear from you all about your animals. Call us 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Brag about your animals. I'm one of the unique people that became a cat lady because of a man. <laughs> Yes, that's right. I had two cats and a dog, which is quite normal. And then a man brought two cats home to my home. And then he left my home and left me with four cats and a dog. So I became a cat lady because of a <laughs> Fascinating, really. Give us a call, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. I'll be talking normal when we come back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for the Big Up Letdown on the Amanda Seal Show. Yes, y'all, it's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, and it's time to get into a Big, big up, up Letdown. All right, today's Big Up goes to... Mr. Lloyd Banks. Yes, we've said Lloyd Banks' name now twice in two weeks. That's more than Mm -hmm. I've said his name in the last 10 years. All right. (laughs) The former G-Unit soldier recently revealed that he plans to charge fans $100 for his next mixtape project, Cold Corner 3. He made the announcement Mm. on Twitter Last week, we don't call it X. Um, yeah, he let his fans know that the mixtape will not be available on streaming sites. It's only going to be available through him oh, um, for okay. $100. So I'm not sure what distribution he has set up. I don't know if that's coming through like his garage or what, but it's 100 bones. And he says it's basically going to be like paying like $10 per year. So I guess it's like 10 tracks, $10 per year over the course of 10 years. I guess that's how he's putting okay. it together. We're giving him a big up though, because you know, you gotta believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. And so he knows his worth. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so you all can decide if it's worth your worth. Now, what I want to ask him is <clears throat> in this economy, listen, not that's my question I guess he was like you know what inflation is gonna start at home so <laughs> I but I I really commend him for having the guts uh, to come out with this he may have gotten the idea from Nipsey Hussle Nipsey actually did this in 2013 he sold 1,000 copies of his mixtape Crenshaw for $100 each the thing about that though was that I think there was a lot of demand I yeah. don't know that there's a high demand for Lloyd Banks mixtapes right now. I feel like it's kind of one of those things where he should maybe like just, you know, just put his toe in the water first, right? A single. Yeah, like maybe just drop a couple things and get the people's palettes wet. And then, you know, um, but hey, more power <laughs> to him. Now today's... Today's let down goes to... Um, Miss 
Lauren Hill, I feel like she was a bit, there's a bit of a miseducation on what her response to her fans was about her coming late. You know what? Let me just stop. Let me just play the audio. Check it out. Say it again. She's late. She's late a lot. Yo, y'all look at me. I'm making all this blood rise. Last I checked, he was on time God. I'm just saying. This is the part for me that's a bit confusing. Okay. Lauren is an amazing artist. Um, I do, though, feel like saying that um, her being late to the shows and whatnot is irrelevant because God put her on stage to perform. Like those two things to me are not, those two things don't go together. That's like a bit, it feels like the kind of response when you tell somebody like, Hey, I didn't like that thing you did. And they're like, but I love you. That's Lauren Hill. And you're like, yeah, that math is not, that's not mathing. The other part of it that was, that was kind of bugging out for me was when she was like, you know, I still do this even though no one after my album dropped and I sold all these records that no one asked me to do another record. And it's like, well, Mm -hmm. because there was a whole controversy where it was said that you were not honest about the production of your record. And so you ended up having to settle those cases with a lot of people that contributed to your work. That's why they weren't asking to do another record. Actually, she kind of did do another record because she did do the, um, Unplugged. Oh, yeah, she did. So this felt like gaslighting. So we're going to give it a great songs, though. Great songs, girl. Beautiful gowns. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, y'all. This is the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. And uh, let's get into the phone lines. Yeah, let's do it. Let's get into the phone lines. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Who's on the jack? What's good, Miss Amanda Seals and Jeremiah, like the Bible? Uh, I was just shouting you guys out for the topic, talking about how Maryland, Bowie State are incarcerated, uh, sorry, are going to be educating incarcerated individuals. It's an amazing yeah. thing. You have certain states that are taking books out of libraries, and you have other right. states that are actually trying to educate individuals who are incarcerated. And most right. importantly, when they come, back to rehabilitation within current society, how Mm. are we to expect them to assimilate if they have been locked up for four, five, ten plus years and they haven't been connected with the outside world? You said AI. From my personal experience, my father was locked up before there were cell phones and he came out Mm. when there there were cell phones and I had to teach him how to use a whole smartphone. But other than that, Mm. let's keep the smartphone the end black. I enjoy the show. Let's go. We love it. We yes. love it. Um, that's dope. I appreciate him sharing his story with his with us about his father. But he's right. I mean, this is 
a very real issue and we want to we want to reduce recidivism rates. But what it really boils down to, and I cannot say this enough, is black people, when we identify ills that are happening in our community, we need Mm -hmm. to be the active factors Mm -hmm. that are changing Mm -hmm. those ills. It's not to say that we shouldn't continue to challenge the government to actually commit to making, you know, providing resources. I'm not saying that we don't do that. I'm not saying that we don't make sure that we are at the polls to vote for people who are going to prioritize our, our needs. I'm not saying that either. I'm saying that we need to do both of those things as well as identify within our communities. Like, okay, how can we using our resources be helpful in change? And um, the, the the better, the more effort we make to just thinking that way, like creating that thought process in our minds. I feel like we also teach our kids up, train our people up mm-hmm. like that. We're going to start seeing a change. We're going to see a change come. That's my uh, favorite part about that story. <laughs> the fact that I think sometimes there's a chasm between like, you know, the quote unquote, uh, upper echelon of black people who, who've ascended to ed- higher ed and then people that come from our community who are disenfranchised like people feel like oh well I got mine so we good but it's like to your point we gotta go back and get the people that's not good so we all could be good yeah I mean that's just how it is a lot of times the people who are not good in our community are because they got left behind in some shape way or form so mm-hmm. there's that when we get back, someone who is trying to take a step forward by doing music that has more feeling and more depth to it other than just body yaddy 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 yaddies is Megan the Stallion. She dropped a new single. Now folks are saying she's depressed and then mad at her for being depressed. Are y'all my ex? We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We listening happy monday today is november 6th i know the clocks went back it's early i mean it was like 7 a.m and the sun was shining i was like ah (laughs) just it's too much it's too much um but uh it was on this day november 6 2012 that barack hussein obama was re-elected as president of the united states Mm. yeah and uh you know, it it, 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 it it really kind of threw things off because now y'all think that that's how it always is, that you're going to elect somebody, you know, whose shirts you would wear from Urban Outfitters. And that's just not the case. No, that's just no, not no. the case. I think also like Obama was handed to folks like people didn't have to like mm. fight to get Obama in the opportunity to like run for office. Right. Like mm. he was ushered through and it was obvious. And there he was. Whereas at this juncture, the reality is that if y'all want a different option than Biden, you're going to have to demand it. So start the petitions, start finding out who at the DNC you need to speak to. Start, if, if you if you consider yourself a very good um, Yelp reviewer, if you consider yourself a very efficient um, anthropology reviewer, because those are the best reviews. If you consider yourself a strongly worded letter writer, well, you better crack them knuckles and get ready because it's time to start writing some strongly worded letters to the Democratic National Committee and let them know Biden as the only option is not an option. Okay? 
So let's get focused. Now, coming up this hour in Blacker and News, we're going to talk about the fact that Donald Trump is leading Biden in five battleground states. We're also yes. going to talk about my small doses segment because uh, the podcast this week was side effects of forgiveness and people have been really resonating with it. Yeah, uh-huh. they've been resonating. Mm-hmm. Also, Megan Thee Stallion dropped a new single. She's being vulnerable. People clearly just want more about songs about vulva. So we're going to get into that. Okay. Stay connected with us 24 seven on socials at seals. Set it right. Follow us at seal. Set it. We're starting a new segment called. Am I tripping? I know if you're like me, sometimes you find yourself in situations where you're like, am I tripping either? Like maybe you're bothered and you're not sure that you should be bothered. Or maybe somebody Mm -hmm. did something that looks sideways to you. And you're just like, is that sideways? Or Mm -hmm. maybe you feel like, you know, somebody should have reacted a certain way and they didn't. And you're like, am I tripping? Well, baby, I got the answers for you. So I want you to go to our Instagram at seals said it DM us your, am I tripping situation? And I will do my best to rule objectively as the common sense specialist that I am. All right. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. According to the polls, former President Donald Trump. Let me just take that back. According to the polls, the person who was elected to be the head of this country, Donald Trump, Mm-hmm. led President Joe Biden in five battle states. You know what? I got to take that back too because he wasn't elected. They actually stole that election. All right. According to the polls, 45 <laughs> led President Joe Biden in five battleground states in a hypothetical matchup ahead of the 2024 presidential election. Now, okay. even a year before the 2024 presidential race, 45 has long been the front runner in the crowded field of White House hopefuls, which is should be to our chagrin. Now, the new polls from the New York Times, which we also know has become a very shady periodical, um, and Siena College have found that 45 led Biden in these five battleground states, Nevada, Mm -hmm. Georgia, Mm -hmm. Arizona, Michigan, why did I say it like that? (laughs) Michigan (laughs) and Pennsylvania. Now, Biden only defeated 45 in one of the swing states in the poll, which is Wisconsin. In those same polls before the 2020 election, Biden won each of the six battleground states listed. The new survey showed that Biden's popularity among groups of voters who supported his victory, such as voters under 30, appears to be declining. In water is wet news, (laughs) folks ain't rocking with Biden. Yeah, like, I don't know. So, what is it? What could it be? Maybe it's that you're supporting a genocide. Mm. Maybe it's that you're lying to our faces. And maybe it's that people are simply just disgusted by the fact that we don't actually think you have a plan. We don't mm. actually think you're doing some type of like, you know, global policy diplomacy. It really just seems like you wildin' oh head. <laughs> That's really what it feels like. And so people are really like, I don't want to vote for you. This is where this gets tricky, though. We are not in a situation in this election where it's just like Republicans versus Democrats, because that's what people Mm -hmm. love to say. Like, it's the same. It's the same. It's the same. No. And this time in this election, we are dealing with fascism versus Democrats. And I can promise you, if 45 wins this election, there will not be another election. Y'all think it can't become a dictatorship. 
But I want to remind you of something that I saw Rachel Maddow talking about, which was the fact that before World War II, when it was Mm -hmm. ramping up and Hitler was getting going and the Third Reich was taking hold in Germany, Mm -hmm. there were a lot of Americans, like a really large number of Americans, same in England. Like everybody wasn't like, oh, wow, he's wilding. No, because we know that racism has always been a thing. And at that time, the people they were being racist against were Jewish people in Germany and Mm -hmm. they're being racist against Romani people as well during the war in World War II was not like a a nationally like agreed upon thing. It was very like, I guess if we have to because of the nature of the way the war progressed. But it wasn't Mm -hmm. because there was like a shared nationalist idealism around like, well, we have to enter the war to protect those people. So I say all that to say that if people were supporting a dictatorship at that time, we are in a very similar framework right now, right? We're looking at Palestine. The irony of it is that it's still involving similar groups, but Mm. we're looking at Palestine and there's a lot of people who are like, well, why aren't we protecting those people? But there are so many people who are like them people. And those same people are also Trump supporters by and large. (laughs) No surprise. So I say all that to say that I'm not telling you to vote for Biden. But what I am saying is that before we find ourselves with our backs against the wall, we are in a very crisis situation where we can still we got a little bit of time where we can still demand that somebody else. Another option is provided that will have to primary against Biden. It is un. It's, it's not a normal scenario with an incumbent, but maybe we pass normal scenarios. So again, give me a call. Who do you think should run against Joe Biden? 1-855-AMANDA-8. Serious answers. 1-855-AMANDA-8. If you call me and say the Notorious B.I.G., I'm going to hang up. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Yes, y'all, it's the Amanda Seal Show. I am Amanda Seals, and uh, we got some pop culture to talk about, people. All okay. right. So last Friday, Megan the Stallion dropped her new single, Cobra, following mm. a bitter legal battle with her former label. Let's check out some of the musica. Like me would ever hit rock bottom. Man, I miss my parents. Way too anxious. Always cancel my plans. Pulled up, caught him cheating. Getting his suck in the same spot I'm sleeping. Lord, give me a break. I don't know how much more. Is she talking about party? Allegedly. Allegedly. That's what the people on the streets are saying, Amanda. We don't know. That's what they saying. That's what they saying. He was getting in their house? Allegedly, allegedly. He he responded with a future meme where future's like, it's a cold world we live in. That's what he posted in response to the allegations from fans. Here's the thing. Anytime you use future to express yourself, <laughs> you've already <laughs> you've already you, you lost. Listen. Anytime you use future to express your emotions, we already know what it is. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. I'm sorry that that's the one thing that stuck out to me. <laughs> Why, why, why? <laughs> just the propensity to cheat is so weird to me. Like, I just don't understand how, why it's so just like, so you just can't keep your word. Okay, let me stay focused. So Megan Thee Stallion, she talks about the pressures of fame on this song. She talks about losing her parents. Mm-hmm. Um, Just, you know, the infidelity from a partner. Mm-hmm. But... I think 
people are like worried about her mental status. Mm-hmm. So talk to me about that. What what are well, so in the first verse, she she basically raps and says, yes, I'm very depressed. How can somebody this blessed want to slit their wrist? She said, I probably bleed out Pino when they find me. I'm being Valentino. I never thought I'd hit rock bottom. So I think just the lyrics of it, like, you know, people think of Meg Thee Stallion as like, body, yada, yada, it's the party girl. We finna go twerk. So when the beat dropped and she started lamenting in a very dark way, I think people were like, should we be dancing or should we be uh, calling for help? Because we're not sure where you are, especially considering like what we've seen her go through within the past year, but not even year, like past two years with the Tory Lanez case, losing her parents. It's been a lot publicly. So, mm, okay, that's unfortunate. I mean, listen, I think um, everybody's depressed. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm surprised people aren't relating to this. Like, oh, girl, I feel, let me get my Pinot, you know? But you got to be true to yourself as an artist. That's really what's most important, I feel. And sometimes what really gets frustrating is the constant pressure to, like, do something for the people, do something for the kid, for the women, do something for the girls, do something for the boys. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's all this too much. This is also somebody who is a college graduate. Like, she's not a dummy, you know? Um, I love that she's exploring her emotional intelligence and doing so through her music. And I wish we would be more supportive of that. I really do. I think it's also important to understand that she is such a public figure that this is a very difficult thing to manage, especially mm-hmm. in a country that is obsessed with celebrity, obsessed with dismantling of people. People will support you, support you, support you, support you. Then the minute you get on, they're like, oh, you too on. Not no, mm-hmm. no corona. Don't get too right on now. That. Amanda, I also think, though, art is art. So think about all the songs with all the different lyrics we've heard over the years. Since when right. did we just start saying, oh, if you sing about that, if you rap about that, you must be going through that in your life. Huh. I mean, I, I do think that for the most part, I've literally only heard one artist say that their music is not actually what they're talking, what they feel. And that okay. is Black Thought of the Roots has said that any stories that he says in any of his music are stories he made up. They're not actual experiences. So I, I feel like I've never heard any artist say like, yeah, like I'm not really depressed. I was just rapping about it. I mean, I also will say this. I think that in... In the recent years of just like mm-hmm. the accessibility and the oversharing and the transparency of social media, like it's become more commonplace that artists are like just like taking the like the literal approach. I mean, logic, you know what I'm saying? Like logic Shut. is telling you everything. <laughs> You're hearing all the thoughts, all the feelings. But mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I just think that as an audience, we are not supportive enough of artists. We're always looking to critique in ways that to me are just not um, valuable to getting good art. It's actually, dis- it's, not, it's a disservice to us as one as people who want good art. So Megan, you keep talking about what you want to talk about. When you want to come back to talk about booties and bodies, you do that. Until then, you and SZA and who the one who's always um, said? Summer Walker. Summer Walker, all of y'all. <laughs> Just talk tell, talk the talk. Tell your tell your feelings. Because listen, so many people are feeling the same way. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals show. It's Amanda Seals here. We were just talking about Megan Thee Stallion's new song, Cobra, and how she talks about just like her mental status and her depression. But in the song, she actually does say that her hoo-ha is depressed. Mm-hmm. And um, I just want to remind you all, shout out to all my folks who were watching Sex in the City when it was coming on weekly. 
But that happened to Charlotte, remember? Charlotte said, Charlotte went to the OBGYN. The OBGYN said, yeah, you're who has depressed. So you gotta, you gotta give it some joyfulness. Fine. I don't know what that necessarily involves, but that's that. All right. So let's get into it. Um, Small Doses Podcast. This week, the episode is Side Effects of Forgiveness. So let's take a listen. So I think that's really what it boils down to when we talk about forgive and forget. At a certain point, you simply just have to acknowledge that you now have awareness. You now know that this is what it is. And it shouldn't be any deeper than that at a certain point or else it's on you. And you have to notice when it's on you. You have to notice when you're continuing to carry the burden and ask yourself, why am I carrying that burden? Is it because you really that low key still want to be connected to this person? Is it that? Is it that that person, even though they were shady and terrible, et cetera, you still feel a connection to them in the hurt? And that's really what's going on. And then you got to ask yourself, why do I still want to be connected to this person? And if it was a narcissist, baby, because they the worst and they somehow get under your skin and into your artery system and you got to flush it like one of them teas that they be drinking. Mm hmm. This episode, I think people have really resonated with because we talked about um, forgiveness, mm-hmm. like not just from forgiving someone else, but forgiving yourself. Right. That's important. And kind of like, where does that line, where does that land? How does that work? How is that even applied? And I think some of us um, give forgive ourselves too easy, by the way. Some of okay. yeah, mm-hmm. we be letting ourselves off that hook real quick. Just oh, I slid off that. This oh damn, I forgive me, forgive me, uh, and then we don't learn, <laughs> and That's then rare. we don't learn. But I think that it's really important that you challenge yourself to you know not set yourself up for the same okie doke over and over and over again. So for instance, I keep setting myself for the same okie doke with these over and over and over again. And I have had to say to myself, okay, so what are you going to do differently moving forward? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right? Because I want a different outcome and drastic change requires drastic change. So I'm going to go on a three-year hiatus. I mean, that's happening. It went from five to three because I'm just keeping it even right now. Um, But I'm going to go on a minimum three-year hiatus that really is not just a no, it's not just a no dude hiatus. It's more so just a, I feel like I need to just do like really solid self-work of committing to me. And I've never okay. actually done that before. And I've never existed in a time where I wasn't like still keeping my left, my eye open. <laughs> right. You'd be like, I'm not looking for nobody, but who that would Who that would So no. <laughs> you got blinders like on. And get your group back on the island in Jamaica. I actually don't want to do that. Stop. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to get my groove back. I want to get my groove back with like me. I want to get my groove forward. So you want to yeah. eat, pray, love. I got you. Yes. I need to eat, pray, love. Yes. And you see when she eat, pray, love, she ended up with a man in Bali. By the way, they're not together anymore. Oh. So check out the last episode of Small Doses, Side Effects of Forgiveness. You can also watch it on YouTube and Amanda Seals TV. When we get back, politicians say the darndest things, 60 second headlines and more right here at the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and let's get into the phone lines. I know we got a caller on the line. What's up? 
Hey, Amanda. It's Monique in Minneapolis. And I just wanted to remind everyone that every year is an election year. Most of us have local elections that are happening Tuesday, Election Day 2023. So make sure you're registered. If you're not registered, get registered and get to the polls. These are so important, not just a mid-year, not just general election. Every year is an election year, including off your elections, including Election Day 2023. It sounds like she ran to the top of the rooftops to shout that out. <laughs> Out to y'all. Do you hear how the rest you was? She was like, I gotta get to them. I got to get this message to them. Okay. Because there actually is a site that you can go to that will tell you who's running and what information you need to know about their stance, et cetera, et cetera. On November For 7th, like- the election statewide are happening in Colorado, Kansas, Kentucky, Maine, Minnesota, Mississippi, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Texas, Virginia, and Washington. All right, you heard it. So if you are in any of those states, you can vote on Tuesday. Go to vote411.org. And that is a site that when you type in where you at, it will let you know who is running for office and give you pertinent info on their stances. Usually there's like a questionnaire that all the um, candidates have filled out. And that questionnaire gives you the information that you need to decide who you want back. Okay. So make sure you get into that. It's a project. All of this is a project for your life. Okay. So good in there. Get in there. Get in there. When we come back, politicians say the darndest things and more right here on The Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Come on. We speak the world on this We shine. seals and it's time to listen laugh and learn i have the word of the day and the word of the day is this is a word i use quite a bit particularly when i'm just in like a real rant the word is parse um is that like like parsing through something like to yeah to not navigate, to clear out or to separate, to file, to like sort. a legal term. Um, to look at the documents or something like that. To look at all to of the elements through, of the documents. To, look. to parse through. It was actually closer on Jeremiah this time. Um, to parse something is to study it by looking closely at its parts. So it's a verb. So the lawyer meticulously parsed through the evidence of Megan the Stallion shooting and did and and presented their case against Tory Lanez <laughs> with a Z. That's parse. Got it. Got it. Okay. We love the yeah. real world application. <laughs> we love a real world application. We do. Now remember, I'm going to test these brothers on these words on our Friday show when we get into the word of the week game. So make sure you also listen and apply so you can just play along with us and, you know, just give yourself a round of applause for winning. All right. We got a politician say the darndest things when we get back. And the politician is someone who I just can't even believe I'm having to put on politicians say the darndest things. Oh, Bernie was like, <laughs> you know, we, 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 we hold Bernie to a standard. And then it was like, mm. damn. Etu Bernay, Etu. Etu. 
All right, we'll get into it. This is the Amanda Seal Show. Remember, if you miss any of the show, you can check us out wherever you get your podcasts. And um, you can also follow us on social media at Seals Said It. We'll be right back. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. Now, we have been talking about the politics of things. And I want to let y'all know, you can join me live in Los Angeles on November 19th, where I'll be screening my political comedy documentary in Amanda We Trust. But I'll also be there talking about like, what is the path forward for us in terms of voting? in 2024. Now I'm going to be giving out free stuff. We're going to do trivia. We're going to do stand up. We're going to do all those things. But really, I want y'all to come and sit in a room with me and let's really start thinking about this because we've got a lot of ground to cover. So get your tickets at amandaseals.com and come through. Now let's get into politicians say the darnest things. All right, y'all. So today we have 82-year-old Democratic Senator Bernie Sanders on his many stances on a ceasefire. So first, Bernie, Bernie Sanders was in favor of a ceasefire and said this. Take a listen. What we are looking at now is one of the more horrific moments uh, in modern history. Uh, as you indicated, uh, Hamas attacked Israel in a barbaric way, killed hundreds and hundreds of men, women, and children. Israel has a right to defend itself. I don't think anyone disagrees with that. But what they are doing now in an indiscriminate way, uh, bombing refugee camps, bombing ambulances, killing thousands of innocent men, women, and children in violation of international law is simply not acceptable. It has got to stop. So then, I guess he changed his mind, Amanda, because he said this on CNN. I want to just clarify one thing, Senator, if I might. You support a humanitarian pause in Gaza. Some of your fellow progressives say that there should be a full-on ceasefire, which would require an agreement on both sides to halt the fighting. Do you support a ceasefire? And if not, why not? Well, I don't know how you can have a ceasefire, permanent ceasefire, with an organization like Hamas, which is dedicated to turmoil and chaos and destroying the state of Israel. Just stop, just stop, just stop, just stop, just stop. (laughs) Just stop. First, I'm going to quote Cameron. Your whole crew switch siders. I come through, they be like, hey, Cam, riders. This was such a switch side for Bernie, but I want you to hear his language in that second video. He said, I don't know how you can support a permanent ceasefire with Hamas who is a terrorist group that terrorizes people and what was the last part that he said? Well, I don't know how you can have a ceasefire, permanent ceasefire with an organization like Hamas which is dedicated to turmoil and chaos and destroying the state of Israel. Bernie Sanders said, I don't know how you can have a permanent ceasefire with an organization like Hamas that is dedicated to terrorizing folks and the destruction of the state of Israel. But I want Mm -hmm. to be very clear that when they talk about the destruction of the state of Israel, they're not meaning actual destruction in the way that Israel is destructing, uh, destroying Gaza. They mean that the actual state of Israel that is committing an apartheid that has annexed all of these Palestinian people, mm-hmm. they're saying that that state should no longer exist in the way that it does. Mm-hmm. That's what they mean by destroying Israel. 
it has right. been taken and commodified and torqued and and um, distorted into this other thing to support this idea of Israel's demise being a bad thing. Okay. Bernie, you almost had me saying that another old white man should be running. <laughs> he not almost had me. He had me saying that an even older yeah. white man should be running for president. And I take it all back. I take it all back. I take that whole thing back. <laughs> all of it. But that still leaves us with not an option to run against Biden. So hit me up. What do you think? Who do you think should be the option to run against Joe Biden? Because honestly, it's not going, he's not going to cut it. He's not going to cut it. And I know that there's a possibility that he may be who we are left with and we will still have to vote. I don't feel that we are there at that point of sacrifice yet. Our backs ain't fully against the wall yet. We still got a couple sets. We still got a couple sets. So hit me up. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We we up, we up. All right, y'all, let's head on out of here. Let's head on out. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. Thank y'all for joining us today. We covered a lot of stories. Uh, we talked about the new polls saying that Trump is leading Biden in five battleground states. We got Megan mm. Thee Stallion. She dropped a new single. She's depressed. At least she is on wax. So, you know, I want y'all to support her, okay? But also, I really wanted to talk about, and we did this earlier, Bernice King, the daughter of Martin Luther King Jr., responded to Amy Schumer, the lady who had done a stand-up special in the Apollo. Remember that? Yeah. That, That woman is using the voice and words of Dr. Martin Luther King to defend the actions of the Israeli government as they commit a genocide against Palestine. And Bernice King said, not my daddy, not today. Not today. All right. We also kicked off our group chat topic of the week. And this week is for our pet owners. I want to hear y'all call me up and tell me about how much you love your pets. What value does your pet add to your life? Whether you got a dog, a cat, a chameleon, hit me up 1855-AMANDA-8. My homegirl has a betta fish and she love that betta fish, y'all. She love that betta fish. And I want to hear from y'all. 1855-AMANDA-8. Now, if you missed any part of the show, you can check out the latest Amanda Seals Show podcast episode available wherever you get your podcasts. We're also jumping off a new segment called Am I Tripping? Because sometimes you really need somebody else's perspective on if you are bugging about a situation. And y'all, I can be that perspective. So I want you to follow us on Instagram at Seals Said It, S-E-A-L-E-S Said It, and DM us. What is the situation that you're in? We're going to keep it anonymous. We don't got to put you on blast, but we'll be able to give you some help because I got some common sense up here. They call me a common sense specialist. It's nothing. It's no big deal. NBD. All right. Remember, tomorrow's Tuesday and we got Rihanna and 50 Cent who just made history. We also got our new segment. Uh, Am I tripping? We also got our new segment, Voting and Venting. We're going to get into how black we feel, and we're going to do the big up, let down, and 60-second headlines, all that and more on Tuesday's Amanda Seals Show. Remember, when we look out for each other, we lift each other up. The Amanda Seals Show. We